going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Psilocybin University. I'm your host, Professor Stark, and in the spirit of Christmas, I figured today's topic would be interesting and appropriate. Today, I'm going to talk about how the origin of Santa and his flying reindeers can be linked to an unexpected source, that being magic mushrooms. According to the theory, Santa is a modern counterpart of a shaman who consumed mind-altering plants and fungi to commune with the spirit world, said John Rush, an anthropologist and instructor at Sierra College in Rockland, California. During today's episode, I'm going to talk about eight ways that magic mushrooms can explain the Santa mythology. So the first connection I'm going to go over that links potentially magic mushrooms with the holiday of Christmas is that Arctic shamans used to give out magic mushrooms during winter solstice. According to this theory, the legend of Santa's origin derives from shamans in Arctic regions who would go around to people's homes with a bag full of hallucinogenic mushrooms as presents in late December. As the story goes, up until a few hundred years ago, these practicing shamans or priests connected to the older traditions would collect a manita muscaria, the holy mushroom, dry them and then give them as gifts on the winter solstice. Because snow was usually blocking doors, there was an opening in the roof through which people entered and exited, thus the chimney story. Connection number two. Mushrooms like gifts are found under pine trees. This is just one of the symbolic connections between the Amanita muscaria mushroom and legend of Christmas. In the book Mushrooms and Mankind, the author James Arthur states that Amanita muscaria lives throughout the northern hemisphere under birch trees, with which the fungi, which are deep red with white flecks, have a symbiotic relationship. This would likely at least partially explain the practice of the Christmas tree, as well as the placement of bright red and white presents underneath it, which look like Amanita mushrooms. Why do people bring pine trees into their houses at the winter solstice, placing brightly colored red and white packages under their boughs as gifts to show their love for each other, he wrote. It's because underneath the pine bough is the exact location where one would find this most sacred substance, the Amanita muscaria, in the wild. And for the number three possible connection between magic mushrooms and the holiday we know as Christmas is that reindeer were shaman spirit animals. Reindeer are common in Siberia and northern Europe and they seek out those hallucinogenic fungi that the area's humans also have been known to seek out and do. So it is widely believed that the whole reindeer flying thing was come about from basically Siberians tripping balls and just basically watching these reindeers prance around and just hallucinating that they were flying, so that kind of partially explains the flying reindeer thing. Carl Ruck, a professor of classics at Boston University, was quoted as saying, At first glance, one thinks it's ridiculous, but it's not. Whoever heard of reindeer flying? I think it's becoming general knowledge that Santa is taking a trip with his reindeer. Amongst the Siberian shamans, you have an animal spirit you can journey with in your vision quest, Ruck continued, and reindeer are common and familiar to people in eastern Siberia. Connection number four between magic mushrooms and Christmas. Shamans dressed like Santa Claus. These shamans also have a tradition of dressing up like the mushroom. They dress up in red suits with white spots. Connection number five. Mushrooms abound in Christmas iconography. Tree ornaments shaped like Amanita mushrooms and other depictions of the fungi are also prevalent in Christmas decorations throughout the world, particularly in Scandinavia and Northern Europe. That being said, 
Some think that the connection between modern-day Christmas and the ancestral practice of eating mushrooms is just a coincidence, and they don't know about any direct link. In my opinion, most of these can be just purely coincidental, but these potential connections are too strong to ignore. There might be a little bit more to this than that's being led on. Connection number six. Rudolph's nose resembles a bright red mushroom. Ruck points to Rudolph as another example of the mushroom imagery. His nose looks exactly like a red mushroom. It's amazing that a reindeer with a red mushroom nose is at the head, leading the others, he said. Many of these traditions were merged or projected upon Saint Nicholas, a 4th century saint known for his generosity as the story goes. There is little debate about the consumption of mushrooms by Arctic and Siberian tribespeople and shamans, but the connection to Christmas traditions is more tenuous or mysterious, as Ruck put it. Connection number seven. A visit from Saint Nicholas may have borrowed from shaman rituals. Many of the modern details of the modern-day American Santa Claus come from the 1823 poem, A Visit from Saint Nicholas which later became famous as Twas the Night Before Christmas. The poem is credited to Clement Clark Moore, an aristocratic academic who lived in New York City. The origins of Moore's vision are unclear, although it's thought that the poet probably drew from Northern European motifs that derive from Siberian or Arctic shamanic traditions. At the very least, Santa's sleigh and reindeer are probably references to various related Northern European mythology. For example, the Norse god Thor, known in German as Donner, flew in a chariot drawn by two goats, which have been replaced in the modern retelling by Santa's reindeer. And finally, last but not least, but most certainly obvious, is connection number eight. Santa is from the Arctic. One historian, Ronald Hutton, told NPR that the theory of a mushroom-Santa connection is flawed. If you look at the evidence of Siberian shamanism, which I've done, Hutton said, you find that shamans didn't travel by sleigh, didn't usually deal with reindeer spirits, very rarely took the mushrooms to get trances, didn't have red and white clothes. But people disagreed saying shamans did deal with reindeer spirits and the ingestion of mushrooms is well documented. Siberian shamans did wear red deer pelts, but the coloring of Santa's garb is mainly meant to mirror the coloring of Amanita mushrooms. As for sleighs, the point isn't the exact mode of travel, but that the trip involves transportation to a different celestial realm. Sometimes people would also drink the urine of the shaman or the reindeer, as the hallucinogenic compounds are excreted this way, without some of the harmful chemicals present in the fungi. People who know about shamanism accept this story. Is there any other reason that Santa lives in the North Pole? It is a tradition that can be traced back to Siberia. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to be it for today's episode of Psilocybin University. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, this episode was made in the spirit of Christmas. Like I had mentioned in the beginning of the episode, I figured that it would be appropriate and interesting that I presented this information to you guys around Christmas time because whether you buy into it or not, I mean, there are some coincidences or connections to the Christmas story and magic mushroom use. Now, make of it what you will. I'm not saying I'm completely sold that the whole reason that Christmas exists is because of magic mushrooms, but it's definitely food for thought. And I figured, like I said, in the spirit of Christmas that you guys might want to hear this stuff and kind of work it out in your own mind. So once again, I'd like to remind everybody to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, as well as subscribe to our YouTube page. 
And if you can, please check out our listener support page and our website. Anything you guys can do to help us grow is greatly appreciated. If you guys can, please leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Or if you want to email us directly to let us know how we're doing, please do so. We want to know what we're doing good, what we're not doing so good, what you want more of, what you want less of. So any and all suggestions will be considered. There's multiple ways to get in contact with us. All the links for all that stuff are in the description of every episode. So please reach out to us. Drop us a like. Drop us a review. Anything you guys can do is greatly appreciated. And on behalf of myself and Professor Hadwin, here at Psilocybin University, we would like to wish you a Merry Christmas. Stay safe, everybody. Oh, I can't believe I almost forgot to mention that uh, shortly after or shortly before this episode comes out, I've decided to go ahead and post a YouTube video of a behind-the-scenes making-of type thing when it, when it comes to the podcast. As of right now, I'm the only one that's going to be featured in that video. What I'm doing in that video is I'm going over a little bit of the setup that we have, how we record the podcast, edit, and whatnot. Definitely, I mean, like I said, if you guys like the podcast and you want to give that a watch, you know, I decided to, to give a little inside look into the behind the scenes. That way you guys could get to know me a little bit, kind of put a face to the voice. So that's definitely going to be on YouTube shortly after or shortly before this episode comes out. So I guess that's kind of my little gift to the Psilocybin University fans out there. I hope you guys enjoy that content. And if you want me to do more stuff like that, please like, comment, subscribe, and I can definitely accommodate that. You know, it's it's pretty simple. I could just post up the camera when I decide to do anything podcast related and it would just be natural and seamless because I'm going to be doing this stuff anyway. And if you guys just want a glimpse into how it's all done, I'll keep doing stuff like that. Maybe one day I could feature an episode with Mr. Hadwin of some behind the scenes stuff of me and him doing some prep work before an episode. So just let us know if that's what you guys want more of. We'll give you guys more of that kind of stuff. So once again, this is Professor Stark. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Everybody stay safe. Be good out there. Peace, guys.